did you know that lactose intolerance can actually be a good thing? You know, before you just click off and think this is blasphemy, let me explain. Because someone is lactose intolerant, something specific happens in the gut. So it's obviously there's a dose-dependent response where too much is bad, and the right amount can be highly beneficial. So in this video, I'm going to show you exactly that being lactose intolerant can give you health benefits by producing a specific cold balance that reduces inflammation, increases dopamine, and so much more. If you haven't already, be sure to get my ebook on how to maximize your testosterone naturally. If you would like to do coaching with me, links are in the description below. Let's dive in. So let's start with the basics. What is lactose? Lactose is a disaccharide that consists of a glucose molecule and a galactose molecule that's combined together. And you have this enzyme lactase that breaks it down into these monosaccharides that the body can then absorb. So if you don't have enough lactase, you can't break it down. So it can't be absorbed. It goes to the colon, right? So what happens when you don't digest it well? Well, you experience bloating and you experience diarrhea. But what happens before that? Obviously, because you're consuming a dose big enough for those side effects to happen. Now, what happens before you start getting those side effects? Well, a lot of people can actually consume a certain amount of milk without negative symptoms. And everyone has a different amount they can consume. Some people can do one tester shake a day and they're fine. The moment they start having a second tester shake per day, they will start to experience bloating, right? For someone that's very lactose intolerant, maybe they can do like a tablespoon, maybe half a cup, maybe a full cup a day. Everyone has a different uh, tolerance to how much milk they could consume before getting like negative symptoms. And then as a result, lactose acts as the prebiotic and enhances hydrogen production in the gut. So lactose is a prebiotic. But what is hydrogen? So hydrogen is a molecule that works mainly by deactivating reactive oxygen species. So hydrogen is a specific scavenger of the hydroxyl and peroxynitrite reactive oxygen species. So these are very strong oxidants that react indiscriminately with nucleic acids, lipids, proteins, resulting in DNA fragmentation, lipid peroxidation, and protein inactivation. Fortunately, hydrogen does not appear to react with other reactive oxygen species that has normal physiological functions in vivo. So your body also produces other reactive oxygen species like superoxide or hydrogen peroxide that has actual signaling purposes in the body. But this hydroxyl molecule and peroxynitride, they're extremely dangerous, like extremely reactive, and they cause a bunch of damage. They don't really have a purpose except just causing damage in the body. So hydrogen is very selective towards these very dangerous and harmful molecules and not towards the other ones, which makes it really good. So basically hydrogen lowers inflammation and allows the body to work better. So the benefits of hydrogen include, it speeds up wound healing, prevents and heals colitis, improves mood, reduces anxiety, reduces sympathetic nervous system at rest. So you're not really in that flight or fright mode. You can just switch to the para parasympathetic state. It protects against Parkinson's disease, reduces brain inflammation, increases energy, improves erectile dysfunction, testis injury, and sperm motility in males. So it has reproductive benefits. Now, a lot of people, when they use hydrogen, they will report, they just feel good. They have more energy. They will just feel more alive without that stimulating effect that caffeine would give them. So these are just a few of the benefits when you reduce inflammation and enhance the production of dopamine. So how do you maximize your circulating hydrogen? So you can drink hydrogen water, which you can do with a device like this one that just like generates or pumps hydrogen into the water. Or you can do those hydrogen tablets that you dissolve in the water 
and that will also give you like a good spike in hydrogen depending on the strength of the tablet you can increase the intestinal production of hydrogen because there's bacteria in the gut that produces hydrogen so if someone has SIBO for example they can do like a hydrogen or a methane breath test to see like uh, if they have SIBO right it's like a confirmation test you can do it via inhalation therapy and you can also do it via intravenous now the two most easiest way to go about this is just to drink hydrogen water or to enhance the intestinal production of hydrogen. But you probably know with which one I'm going to go because I already talked about milk and lactose, which is a prebiotic. Now, the problem with hydrogen water is that the half-life is very, very short, right? So it peaks within the first 10 to 20 minutes and it's basically out of your system in about an hour or less. So you're, you're getting that spike benefit, but you're not getting the sustained benefit of elevated hydrogen all the time. Right, so you're kind of missing out, and this is where focusing on the gut and enhancing hydrogen peroxide, hydrogen production in the gut, can help to elevate your basal baseline levels of hydrogen all the time. So you can boost that with prebiotics. And so in this study, they gave a bunch of people, uh, ten participants, a bunch of different prebiotics to see which one would enhance hydrogen peroxide. So what you can see is that there's um, different fibers that work different, work better than other fibers. But you will also see that there's a lot of inter-individual differences. So, for example, this guy, uh, Manitol, this is the fiber they use, Manitol. You will see that this guy got a big spike in hydrogen peroxide, uh, hydrogen production. But then a few other guys had zero response. So you can't just say lactose or Manitol or galacto-oligosaccharide. Some of these fibers will enhance hydrogen peroxide for everyone. So what these guys did is they did two experiments. Um, they used the milk. And they added three prebiotics to the milk to enhance hydrogen peroxide, hydrogen production. So experiment one, they used the milk. They added 1% of galacto-oligosaccharide, 1% of maltitol, and 1% of glucomine, which is basically 2 grams of each, 6 grams of these prebiotics per day. Experiment two, they used 1.5% galacto-oligosaccharide, 1% maltitol, and 0.1% glucomine. So that would be 3 grams of galacto-oligosaccharide, 2 grams of maltitol, and 0.2 grams of glucomonid. Now, I will show you the results of the hydrogen peroxide, the hydrogen production um, between these two experiments. You can kind of like see which fiber works the best for producing hydrogen. Now, the, the uh, participants in the study was Japanese. 90% of Japanese individuals are lactose intolerant. And I, you know, I've seen this quite a bunch on online forums where people say like, you know, if... The Maasai, right? They've been drinking milk all their lives and for generations. Why are most of them lactose intolerant, right? Just because someone is lactose intolerant doesn't mean they're going to get negative symptoms. And in this case, if you are lactose intolerant and you get no symptoms, chances are you're going to be in better health because of the elevated hydrogen production. None of the nine volunteers by consuming this milk, uh, lacto, this milk prebiotic mix. None of them experience a grumbling in their stines, a noticeable increase in flatulence, or significant offensive odor in gas as a result of the consumption of hydrogen-producing milk. So they were consuming this mix, getting no side effects. So this is the results of study one. So you can see the blue line, which is hydrogen water, spiked significantly, and this is the brave hydrogen PPM, parts per million, that spiked. With the consumption, you can see it dropped. Basically, by one hour, it was like almost back to normal after drinking the hydrogen water. The orange line is the milk, pure milk with lactose. You can see these guys were lactose intolerant. It increased their hydrogen levels. And the red line was hydrogen-producing milk, which is the milk with the 
prebiotics. So you can see that the prebiotics increased hydrogen levels more than just milk. And you can see like over the, all of these multiple hours, I would say it took about 12 hours for hydrogen to go back to normal just from drinking that milk mix once. So if you drink that milk mix twice or twice a day, you will have significantly elevated hydrogen levels the whole day and night. So you can see this is the area under the curve, um, significantly more hydrogen produced than the milk, than the hydrogen water, right? So this enhancing the microbiome to produce hydrogen is going to be the best way of elevating your hydrogen. Now, if you look at the individual differences, um, you will see that some people here got an equal big spike in hydrogen production from milk than from the um, prebiotic mix. Same here, almost the same here. You will see there's a lot of inter-individual differences. And some people didn't really get a good boost. Other people got really massive boosts from this mix. And so the point is that everyone responds differently to a specific fiber. And this is why they added three fibers to the milk, because the more kinds of fibers you add, the more synergistically they will work, increase your hydrogen levels. Now, the ultimate way to go about this is to get a hydrogen rate test meter for yourself. And then you get a bunch of fibers. You test each individual fiber to see which one you respond based to. And then you add the three base fibers together. And you have that mix three times a day for significant hydrogen production. All right, so this was experiment two, where they had three grams of galacto-oligosaccharide instead of two. And you can see the hydrogen, product, uh, the hydrogen production was significantly more compared to the previous one. And so in most individuals, you can see the red line was significantly higher than the orange line. So what you can basically see is that galacto-oligosaccharide seemed to be one of the fibers that really helps to enhance hydrogen, peroxide, uh, hydrogen production. So if you want to start with something and you don't really want to buy a, a hydrogen breath test meter yourself, you could just start with the galacto-oligosaccharide and maybe add in a few other fibers that might help, such as the ones I'm going to mention in just a moment. Um, all right, so the other fibers that can help is lactulose. So lactulose is primarily used against constipation as a laxative. And in this study, they used 20 grams of lactulose for eight days. But what was really interesting is that your body does contain... Okay, so first of all, the difference between lactose and lactulose is lactose contains glucose and galactose molecules combined. Lactulose contains a fructose and galactose molecule combined. So it's a glucose-fructose difference. So um, your body can actually break down this lactulose as well into the monosaccharides itself. And uh, so you can see this was at the levels of hydrogen being produced on the first day. So the white column was the first day. And then the darker column was the eighth the day. So the amount of hydrogen they got over time get less and less and less because they got better at breaking down the lactose into the monosaccharides, which then didn't have the prebiotic effect. Um, but anyway, lactulose does have a really good effect on the gut. I've used it myself. It does have good effects on the microbiome. If you use a small amounts, that is not going to give you diarrhea. So what I do is I take the back side of the teaspoon, scoop out a very small amount, take that, and um, no watery stools, no diarrhea or anything, and you can feel it has a nice anti-inflammatory hydrogen-producing effect on the in the gut. The other one is one is a 0.5 grams of turmeric. So they had these people eat curry. So one curry dish had turmeric, had turmeric, the other one didn't have. 
Now, you can see turmeric didn't boost the hydrogen levels as high as the other fibers, but it was only 0.5 grams of turmeric. But that was also effective at increasing hydrogen over the whole day, as you can see here. So what you can do is you can do half a teaspoon instead of 0.5 grams. You can do half a teaspoon, which is more like 1 to 2 grams of turmeric, uh, 2 to 3 times a day. To spread it over the day, higher amount, that should give you a better increase in production and hydrogen. Um, so if you're concerned about the effect of turmeric on testosterone or DHT, um, I have a video on that, so be sure to check that out as well. So there you have it. Being lactose intolerant can actually be a good thing because you enhance the production of hydrogen. So even if you are lactose intolerant, don't be afraid of drinking milk. Just drink amount that you tolerate without getting negative symptoms, similar to the participants in the study. And then on top of that, you could add various fibers like galacto-oligosaccharide to enhance the production of hydrogen even more. And this should keep your baseline uh, hydrogen production quite stable during the whole day. You could also add half a teaspoon of turmeric to your tester shake that you can have once or twice or three times a day. Also help increase your hydrogen levels. I've been doing that for a while. And I do notice like good results from having the turmeric in my tester shake as well. Now, the, adding the turmeric to the tester shake is not very necessary. It's just an experiment that I wanted to do. And I'm having good results. No side effects from it at all. Um, so if you want to give it a shot, be sure to do so. And also, I would like to hear from you guys, what have you experienced from consuming turmeric in food? Not a supplement, not a curcumin supplementation, but from turmeric. Have you ever noticed anything bad, anything good? What's been your experience about having turmeric? And then also, I would like to know your experience with, if you are lactose intolerant, do you notice benefits from having a small amount of milk where you don't get any symptoms? And third question, what I want to hear from you guys is, have any of you ever experimented with hydrogen, like hydrogen tablets, those kind of stuff, and what has been your experience by doing so? All right, guys, I hope you found this video interesting. I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.